world that's cold, thankless, and unforgiving, a new podcast arises to show you how to make the most out of your career. Introducing the Offer Podcast. Offer Podcast. Finally, a podcast that teaches you how to do what you want to do for a living. With guest speakers and founders making quantifiable company-wide impact from iconic startups and Fortune 500 companies. Guest speakers so far have come from New York Life, Google, VaynerMedia, Marketo, Adobe, and more in a wide range of different career paths. Learn how they became successful. We provide actionable advice on how to properly navigate your career. You don't want to miss a single episode of this show, The Offer Podcast. Welcome to The Offer Podcast. This is Brandon Amorgi, your host, Season 2, Episode 9. Uh, today, we're doing another episode of Career Clarity, and we're talking to a student uh, based in Singapore who's currently in the States trying to intern for American uh, companies. And he approached me to get advice on how he can work at his dream company after he graduates in 2021. It was a great conversation, so excited for you guys to listen in on some of the advice given uh, and looking forward, to, as always, to your feedback. One of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about is our new resume builder. Uh, it was launched at the end of last year, and it's something that's designed to really help those who need a job to be able to showcase themselves in the right manner. There's tons of templates for you to choose from uh, to sign up and use it so that you can start launching your job in the right direction. Simply go to juicyblue.net and click on build a resume. That's juicyblue.net and click on build a resume. of your situation yeah so my situation is uh right now i'm actually um i'm originally from singapore um here okay on like a one-year internship program and i'll be graduating um next the next summer 2021 yes yeah great i remember now okay and you're looking for opportunities um but you're graduating next summer so like give me some clarity on on what it is you're looking for? Is it advice? Um, is it um, like, 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 like what, what are some things that you, that you feel you need help with uh, think, that you're not currently getting? I think advice and opportunities, um, that, that would be helpful. Um, okay. I'm just looking for software engineering opportunities here because I'm a computer science student. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, and basically like, um, how easy or how, how easy is like perhaps for me to get opportunities here? Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm sorry. Did you, what did you, it was kind of hard hearing you. What uh, did you, you ask? Yeah. So basically um, just any advice or opportunities that I could okay. get. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, tell me about what your focus is. So, so, uh, what are you, what are you studying? Um, computer science. Um, right, right now I'm, I'm actually just a software developer. Um, and the jobs that I'm looking for is just definitely in the tech, tech area, like software engineering, software development of that nature. Okay. Okay. So software development, um, um, computer science, and what do you want your focus to be, um, after you graduate? Um, focus as in career, career-wise, or? Um, um, yeah, like, exactly. Like, computer science is extremely broad, right? Yeah, um, so... Software engineer is extremely broad, but, like, what are what are specific things you want to do? I would say specific is in backend and DevOps, but I'm okay. actually open to anything because I believe um, a lot of, like, as new, new graduates, a lot of them just come out and... Um, they label themselves as software engineers and, but I would say interest-wise, it's in the field of like DevOps or um, backend. Yeah, more of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a ton of DevOps opportunities, um, especially if you're good with things like AWS, right? Azure, um, um, and some of the other ones. Um, you know, there's a ton of opportunities there. Google Cloud as well. Mm. Um, back being a backend developer, there's a lot too. Um, where do you what like like what are some? Do you want to stay in the Bay Area? Do you want to find work and opportunities back in Singapore? Actually, I'm open to anything. Like um, the reason why I'm mainly just if there's opportunity in the Bay Area, I'll love it because. Or it's Silicon Valley, and yeah, you. I was, um, I had the impression that um, if you're looking for like software job, this is the place to be. But I'm open to anything, like any anywhere. I'm I'm fine. Um, yeah. Even yeah. the East Coast or Seattle or. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So here's here's something I would I would um advice that I would give you, is to work every angle at your disposal and what i mean by that is <clears throat> like like just like how you and i met at dev week yeah right you approached me you said hey here's my situation um i'm in this program where i'm here in singapore working with you know but working with american companies blah 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 right that's exceptional we are now a connection we've connected uh on linkedin right yeah. And I know who you are and I've met you. You need to do that with multiple people, tons of different recruiters, um, tons of people in the space. Start networking with people at the companies you're interested in working for. Anyone that you feel in your mind you can um, uh, that can can help you when it's when the time comes, right? You want to uh uh have some kind of memorable moment with that person, right? Uh, whether it's comments on LinkedIn, whether it's, uh, you know, a, a networking event where you've, where you've had a chance to shake hands with a few folks, right? And not just recruiters, but people in that space, potential hiring managers as well, right? Uh, anyone that you can kind of get your hands on and network with those folks. Um, 
that's going to really help sort of propel you in the right direction. And then I would say right around the time frame of about two months or one and a half months before you actually graduate, I would send out tons of letters um, in the form of an email or an in-mail if it's LinkedIn to hiring managers at the companies you're interested in working for. I so wouldn't... You, so, sorry to interrupt. Um, my comment just so you wouldn't go the traditional way of just sending out a resume. No, so so <clears throat> here's here's what I mean by that. What you shouldn't what you shouldn't waste your time doing is applying for jobs. Um, I I don't believe applying for jobs works personally. Uh, you can, and and you should do a little bit, right? If it's easy and simple, you want to work all avenues at your disposal, right? Mm. All angles, but your all your attention shouldn't be on applying for jobs. It should be getting in front of people that matter, right? I think that's really the difference between people getting into the right opportunity and those who aren't, right? You want to get in front of people that matter, that are going to be able to help you navigate into, into the position that you want. The best part about what you said is that you're open-minded, which means you're open to working pretty much anywhere. You mentioned the Bay Area, maybe an opportunity in Singapore if, if the situation arose, right? Or another country, um, you know, that's awesome. Um, now it's a matter of let's, let's figure out who the right people at the companies are. If you want to work at Google, awesome, right? Let's figure out all the hiring managers at Google that can help me. If you're, if you're trying to work at LinkedIn or Facebook or one of those large conglomerates, right? Or maybe there's a specific industry that you really like. I just spoke to someone yesterday who's all about educational technology, right? Whatever the industry is that you're interested in, uh, what, what is the industry that you're interested in? Hmm? What industries interest you? Just curious. The, in, the in, actual industry as in what the company does. I think okay. that is not a big thing of my concern in terms of like, if you're trying to say that, um, like maybe Airbnb is a, like a kind of in the, let, let's say for instance, Airbnb is in the like the property space or let's say LinkedIn is in the, the, the kind of job seeking kind of space. Like that doesn't concern me as a developer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what concerns me so is, is the nature of the job, which is just in the realm of software development and software engineering. Yeah, so that's great, right? If those things don't concern you, that's fine, right? Yeah. Um, each person has different things that are important to them, right? Um, so, so here's here's the way I would look at opportunities. Um, I have there's a methodology that I follow uh, that's called uh, practical versus romantic. Okay, and it's really just based on short term and long term thinking, right? So. Um, short-term or practical are going to be things that matter to you right now, like commute or company size, right? Or the industry or the culture at an organization, right? Um, the, the size of the organization, right? How many people work there, right? Those types of things um, uh, might be 
something that you want to take a look at from a practical standpoint so that you don't pick the wrong company, right? And then you're able to kind of get a good sense of what that organization is about based on what what the company in that in those things that you're that that are important to you matter. So that could be 401k, it could be benefits, right? It could be insurance, right? For others, it could be commute distance. I, maybe someone wants to work remote or from home. Uh, maybe someone wants to work for that gives back to the community, right? Um, and just just all of those things, those types of different things, are what how someone should practically look at an organization. Then you have um, romantic, right? Romantic means what are specific things that I want to have in a perfect world scenario, right? So um, in a perfect world scenario, maybe I want to travel the world and make a million dollars a year, right? If that's a goal, cool, right? Maybe, maybe the goal is I want to uh, run my own um, uh, consulting firm providing DevOps-type uh, uh, work uh, to Fortune 500 companies, right? Maybe a goal of mine is to have a romantic goal of mine is to have an office on the 100th floor of a skyscraper overlooking, um, you know, the Singapore Valley, right? Whatever the goal is uh, from a romantic standpoint, you start writing those down, right? It can be pie in the sky as crazy and as pie in the sky as you want them to be, right? Um, you can literally reach for the stars as to where you want it to be. And then what you need to do is then connect the dots from your practical goals to your romantic goals and see if you can get there. I see. Right? And then those that pathway becomes your career path on how you're going to get to your pie-in-the-sky dream um, of what you feel is important to you from a romantic standpoint. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So that's a sort of a good way to look at it. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is um, you seem to be very open-minded. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you're, you're, you're willing to t sort of take a look at. Doing something like that will provide you with a lot of clarity and will help narrow things down in terms of, of how you want things structured. Um, so that could be, you know, sort of a good uh, way to look at your career path when you're just starting out. Yeah. So um, another question, like, how familiar are you with like um, getting into one of the big tech companies, like Facebook, Google, Amazon? Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like, how familiar are you with their hiring process or whatnot? Um, yeah. So each company has their own hiring processes. Uh, Google um, is very strenuous. Here's here's why. Um, my methodology works with companies like Google. Google, for example, gets hundreds of thousands of applications every year, right? Hundreds of thousands of resumes every year, and they have to be extremely strict on how they filter out candidates. In fact, um, in talking to a, a exec, an executive uh, search recruiter that worked at Google, he told me that if a single candidate has one grammar mistake on that person's resume, 
they immediately filter you out of the process. So you have one grammar mistake, right? And when you think about it, you're like, good Lord, that's kind of nuts. But at the same time, you're like, you know what? It makes sense, right? They have to do something to filter out people who are going to really pay attention to those things versus people who don't care, right? Um, and so you can do a good job of going around a lot of that noise by trying to get in front of the hiring manager directly. Um, Amazon has similar processes in place, right? Um, you know, um, Facebook, you know, has, has weird questions that they ask, uh, you know, developers and engineers uh, yeah. to throw people off their game, right? And what you want to do is, is find a way around that noise. So by you reaching out to a hiring manager, that hiring manager might come back and say, hey, you need to go and apply like everyone else. But now you're on that person's radar, right? So when you do apply, you can say, hey, look, I went and applied. Thank you for redirecting me. Um, but please let me know, you know what next steps will be uh, further along in the process. And you still have a better chance than just the people who applied and didn't reach out to that hiring manager, right? Every action you take with a large company, you want it to be different from the norm. You want to stand out from the crowd. So anything you can do uh, to show people a side of your personality or, or how you operate or what's important to you, right, or anything you can do to be pleasantly memorable uh, to that hiring manager is the step you want to take when, when interviewing at, at those types of companies. So you're saying just by like, knowing the hiring manager, like not even knowing them, just meeting them and like having a conversation with them, like that makes a difference between you and like another applicant? Like... Yes, it makes a huge difference, right? Um, and if there's meetups, if there's places where you can find, you know, you know the right person to talk to um, in a networking setting or an event, right? You should do that. Now, here's what you shouldn't do at a networking event, right? I wouldn't go hand out your resume to to the hiring manager, right? I wouldn't go and try to tell them, hey, I'm interested in a job at the uh, to the hiring manager. That's what I wouldn't do, right? Mm. So don't don't you don't want to be viewed as bombarding that person, yeah. right? And and trying to push your agenda on them, right? even though that's what we want to do, <laughs> right? Instead, what you should do is find a way to be pleasantly memorable, shake their hand, have a meaningful conversation with that person, right? Do that type of, uh, you know, stand out, right? Uh, in that way, right? Be pleasantly memorable so that when you do go back and do your outreach, they yeah. will remember you. Hey, I'm the guy with the funny hat. Hey, I'm the guy who, you know, we, we had a, we had got into a great conversation talking about this, right? Um, I'm the guy from Singapore that we met, at, you met at the show, right? Whatever, what, however it is that you're, that you're able to make yourself memorable, um, you know, with that person, you can reference that and then entreat them on, on, on getting where you need to go in your, in your career journey and they'll help you that way. I see. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's really helpful. Because yeah. um, usually I, I also go for networking events and usually that has not really came up to mind. Yeah, right? I would look at, yeah, exactly, right? So, so 
um, create a game plan. You graduate in um, this around this time next year or June uh, or when, uh, when do you graduate? Next time this year. Okay, so around so you've got twelve months, right? Yeah. Over the next twelve months, I would do a I, or or I would do a search that spans over a twelve month period. Look okay. for every single show, conference, um, online event, Google group, Facebook mm-hmm. group, LinkedIn group, right? Everything that you can do um, to get in front or near the people that could help you or matter to you in your new career. I would try to engage with all of them, right, over this next over this next 12-month period, right, as many people as you can, help, advice, questions, the whole kit and caboodle, right? Um, mm-hmm. Go to as many meetups as possible. Try to meet hiring managers. Look, do research on the companies you want to work for, right? Find out what events they're hosting and hold and 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 putting out, um, and go to those events. For example, uh, April third, there's a Google conference at Moscone Center. Uh, yeah, are you? It's a, are you? It's a Google Cloud conference, am I right? Yes, correct. I'm, yeah, I'll I'm be probably, attending that. I'll probably are be you, attending as well. Yeah, yeah, but good. I'll be att- because like I'm doing Google Cloud. Like my company uses Google Cloud, and I think they they don't get me a like a place in the conference. Yeah. Excellent. I'm very happy to hear that you plan on attending, right? Yeah. I would go to the, to every booth, try to learn as much as you can. Feel yeah. free to say you're a student. That's okay. You don't have mm. to pretend that you're someone you're not, right, or what have you, right? Yeah. And then just see what can naturally, organically transpire, right? So, you, can. so, so you're saying I don't make my intention known about getting a job, but just making a connection? like. Yeah, just get a connection. And, and I would try to amass as many business cards as you can from the show, right? Okay. Don't, take, don't take your resume. You don't need it, right? Um, if you really want to, to sort of give people something, create business cards and mm-hmm. put your LinkedIn profile on the business card, right? You can do that. Um, but beyond that, you don't need a resume. Just go and try to learn. Try to go to some of the, the events. Um, I'll be there as well. I'll be at Google Cloud. Um, um, but just try to learn and try to meet as many people as you can. Network with them. Go up to people. Go up to strangers. Right? And just and just immerse yourself in that event. And it's not too noisy. You'll learn a lot. There's, there's people that are going to be there for different things. Uh, cybersecurity companies go to Google Cloud. Um, so that they can, uh, you know, talk to people who are uh, in that space um, um, and and pitch to them, right? A lot yeah. of salespeople go to those events uh, because they try to sell cloud services or other services uh, in infrastructure, right? Um, but there's a lot of folks that are going to be looking uh, for talent, for work, and just try to immerse yourself and network with everybody and do everything you can to – uh, move along the pathway that that is important to you. I see. Um, last question. Um, like, how yeah. much of a disadvantage like is am I being if like, I'm not a citizen or not a green card holder? Because I'm I'm aware that companies have to sponsor my visa. Like, if I ever do come to the Bay Area or, or in the US, like, how big is of there is an issue for companies? You know. Um, 
it's not as big of an issue as you think. You know, we work with a lot of companies out out there um, that where where people are going through the same situation. And um, you know, we work we work with a company that hired a lot of people from India, and India requires, you know, it's the same. It's just like someone being in Singapore, right? Yeah. Uh, you, they need you know some sort of sponsorship, some sort of H1B, et cetera. And it's the discretion of the company. And for the right candidates, companies, even companies that weren't considering sponsor you will do it if they really like you, right? We, I find when, when we make things an objection, they become an objection. When you okay. make things a problem, it becomes a problem. If you're pleasantly memorable, if you're um, a good candidate, you put out good work, good quality work, right? Mm. Um, they see your skill set. Uh, they see what you're capable of. You did research on the company. You showed that company that you're, you, you know, you want to be a part of the team and their culture, right? They like you. If you can do all of those things, then at the end, some of the economics don't matter as much, right? Getting, you know, sponsoring you, whatever the case is, is not, is not a big issue. And um, if you work for a company that's remote, there's all kinds of different laws and regulations that take place. For folks that are remote, for example, GitHub has people all over the world that 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 works for GitHub, um, you know, and and you can there's a lot of opportunities where you can work for an American company, uh, but live in Singapore, right, um, mm. and make American wages. Um, so there's there's different scenarios that can take place um, that you can open the doors for, um, but it's that's why it's good to start the networking now. Start reaching out to people now and not wait till it's time to graduate, and then you're scrambling trying to figure out what to do next. I see. Yep, um, I think that's all the questions I have. It's really insightful and yeah. yeah so, so thanks absolutely. For, 